0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, June 13th, 2021. Behind the music, place, make room. Good morning, Connection Church. Good morning morning here, home, wherever you might be. What a glorious day to be a part of God's creation. Amen? Amen. So, today's week two of our series entitled Behind the Music, a series where we take some of the songs that we sing here in worship and we look at where they came from, biblical connection, how they connect with us in our everyday life as Christ followers out there in the world. Today we're going to focus on the song entitled Make Room, say make room, make room, there you go, make room, a song that helps us understand Jesus' place in our lives.
1: So my name is Carrie Jones, I'm Alan Jones, and we are two sinners who've been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We want to say hello to those of you who are joining us online. Um, well, wow, we've got a, a number of households and it is so good to uh, scroll through and see your names. Um, thank you so much for being here. You know, those of you who are here with us at 4744, there's a little thing in front of you on the seat, and there's a QR code. And if you know how to handle that QR code, if you're familiar with it, you can just take your phone and it'll register you um, for your, you don't have to do a Connect card. So we just want to make that really easy for you. And we'd love to know if you're here. Well, I see you, but I'll forget like in a couple hours when I pray for everybody. So thanks for letting me know. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Almighty God, thank you so much for today. Thank you for opportunities to lift one another up. In your name, to thank you for people who are dear to us. And thank you, Lord, for calling us together, whether it's virtually or in person, as we talk about making room, making room for you in our lives. God, we are so grateful for what you have done for us. Remove the distractions that are in our, in our heads right now so that there really is room. In Jesus' name, Lord, I just pray all this. Everybody agreed and said,
2: amen. Amen.
0: Amen. And make room. So if you go to look that up like on YouTube or something, we're gonna catch it. Be careful, because there's uh, several different songs with that, so not different versions of this, but several different songs with that name. So the one we're focused on this morning features Alyssa Smith and Community Music. And Community Music is part of a church out uh, greater Chicago, Naperville, Chicago area, Community Christian Church. And, and, this, and this music uh, group, uh, Community Music, is comprised of music planters. I'm sorry, church planters and artists and, uh, who work together to equip local and global artists and leaders in the Jesus mission around the world. There you go.
1: And so basically, this song, Make Room, it's a prayer. It's a confession. <clears throat> it's a powerful statement of faith, claiming to put Jesus in his rightful place, place is a word that we want you to tuck in your head right now place jesus in his rightful place in our lives and so we're going to take a look at the song we're going to break it down bit by bit and we pray that by the end of the service as we sing it together it will have a whole new meaning take a listen
0: Okay, so here, right here, right now, I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to let go of it. I'm going to stop being in control. I'm going to stop clinging to whatever it is that I need to stop clinging to, that I need to let go of. And, and, and what is it that I need to let go of? Well, on the one hand, every burden. those things that are burdening me, weighing me down, distracting me, that are difficult for me to carry by myself, burdens. We're reminded here of the offer Jesus gives to us in Matthew 11, verses 28
1: through 30. Check it out. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy Mm -hmm. and my burden is light.
0: So Jesus and Jesus alone has the power to exchange his burden of love. That's a great burden. His burden of love for our burden of sin. And let me tell you, that's not a fair exchange. Because we certainly get the better end of that deal. (laughs) We get the better of that, giving up all those cares, those worries that we carry around, that weigh us down, all that burden of sin that drains us, all the junk in our lives that keeps us from being able to open our arms and hands and freely receive all God has to give us. And in exchange, we take on the yoke of Christ. You know, oxen, have that yoke that uh, allows them to pull the plow, so to speak, to get something out of them. To love God, that yoke of Christ. To love God with all we've got. To love our neighbor as ourselves. Remembering that everybody out there is our neighbor. So how about it? Are you ready to give those burdens to Jesus?
1: I like that image of yoke because there's somebody that's controlling that and steering. And that's how it is when I think about a yoke of Christ. Our stoles that we don't wear, but we have. Um, we have them. We, we, we have really have them. We have plenty of them. Lots of colors <laughs> and everything. But it's, it's symbolizing that yoke of Christ, and we each have that in our lives. So we talk about every burden on one hand and every crown on the other. So crown, what, what does that mean, our crowns? Those earthly accolades, the, mm. the prizes, the trophies, and they come in all shapes and sizes, those things that we've accumulated to make us think uh, that they are like super, super important, maybe, you know, a title, a position, wealth, homes, cars, kids. Um, You know, we get all this stuff and we think it's associated with our self-worth. And actually, our worth is through Jesus and Jesus alone. Our worth is from God. All of our burdens, all of our crowns, those challenges, those rewards that we get in this life, it's important to lay them down. Lay them at the feet of Jesus. Because when we lay them down, Christ can take his rightful place. Place. And that's called Surrender. We're surrendering. We're relinquishing. We're yielding. I like that word, yield. You know, when we yield, we let the other person go. When we're driving, that's what we're doing. We're yielding to God, allowing ourselves to come under the control of Jesus, giving ourselves up completely, surrendering, Mm
0: Here's where I lay it down. Every lie and every doubt. So where do those lies and doubts come from? They sure don't come from God, do they? God's not a liar, and God doesn't want us to believe lies. God's not a doubter, and he doesn't instill doubt in us. Now, lies and doubts come from the evil one. Mind here, way back when, near the beginning, just after Adam and Eve took a bite of the forbidden fruit, their eyes were open and paradise was lost. And, and, and they hid from God. And God came looking for them, just like he comes looking for us when we try to hide. <laughs> and he called them and he said, where are you? And Adam responded, I heard you in the garden and, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. And God responded, who told you you were naked? Who told you that? In other words, he's saying, I sure didn't do it. It's not me. The one who caused shame by telling Adam he was naked is the same one who tells lies and spreads doubt, and it's Satan, the devil, the father of lies, the daddy of doubt. (laughs) I'm going to lay them down. Give them over to you, Lord, because you can handle it much better than I can. Instead of surrendering to the lies and doubts of Satan, Lord, I'm surrendering to you. I'm surrendering to you.
1: but we all really, really lead busy lives, don't we? Sometimes it's like, wow, things are going at lightning speed. And those of you who are younger, when you get older like me, it really goes faster, so much faster. Yeah. Yeah. Our lives are so busy though, we're, we're up early, we're dealing with schedules, not just ours, we're dealing with schedules of our family, uh, making sure that there's food in the refrigerator, there's dinner on the table, transporting the kids from one place to another, trying to keep up, keep up, keep up, and then we fall into bed exhausted. And how in the world do we make any room for God in that kind of schedule? I've been there, it's really hard. We have four kids. I worked. I went to school. I've been there. I get it. But I can tell you it is so important, so important. Don't, Don't wait until you have time. Do it. Do it. Turn off the TV. Here's one, 15 minutes less on social media. If I did 15 minutes less, I would have 15 minutes more with God. Wow. Use your time, hide in the bathroom, make room, take a walk, use car time. It's all kinds of tricks. You know them, we just need to do them. Make room. And there's a line in the song that the, the writer says, the reason why we make room, it's so we say to the Lord, well, do whatever you want to do whatever you want to. That is a scary line. Lord, do whatever you want to with me. Wow. Gosh, I didn't mean it, God, when he does it. But I can tell you it's right. And y'all know my story. I left a, a profession that I loved because the Lord had a different plan for my life. And here we are. And his plan is always right. It's always right. It is scarier to keep control. It is scarier to not listen. It is scary to scarier to not do whatever God wants us to. Because when we do that, after a while, if we keep on doing our own little thing, we keep spinning, don't we? Things just don't align the way we think they should align. And we guide our own lives, and it's like, Gosh, what's wrong? It's like everybody else, it's something's wrong. What's wrong with all y'all? And it's because we've misplaced um, the order of things. We've mispl- I, I'm talking to myself. And when we do that, we keep searching. It's like, gosh, you know, I just don't know what. We keep yearning and we might even keep failing. Okay, Lord, do whatever you want to. Ooh, boy. And then when you yield, it's amazing what happens. It really is. You know what I'm talking about, some of you. When we just yield and do whatever it is, it might not be a career change. It might be a time change. I don't know what it is for you because God knows each one of us intimately, and he knows what it is, what we need to yield to. But when we do that, it just, things come together in a different way. And our focus, it's like we got new glasses on, and our focus gets better. Shake up the
2: ground of all my tradition, break down the walls of all my religion your way is better your way is better shake up the ground of all my tradition
0: You know, we have a lot of traditions. Uh, You probably have some family traditions, you know, like holidays and stuff like that, the culture of your family. And it doesn't take a whole lot to create a family tradition. A a few years ago, I did something different at Christmas time one year, and I decided I didn't like the way it went so much. So I was going to change up the next year. I shared that with the kids, and one of my daughters, I won't say which one, um, she says, but Dad, we always do that. It was, it was one time. We always do that. Tra- traditions don't take much to get seated, do they? Especially in the family. Uh, maybe you have workplace traditions, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, dressed down Friday, although nowadays most workplaces, especially with COVID, it's dressed down every day, isn't it? But, uh, you know, there's well, traditions. Well, from, uh, we're tra- dressed, dressed here. <laughs> okay. uh, you know, awards. You know, there's tra- you know, we have a culture, and that creates tradition. a tradition in the church, and some of those traditions are, Traditions are, I mean, long, see, like the Apostles' Creed, that's a tradition of, and, and the Lord's Prayer, the Holy Communion, like for us, we do Holy Communion the first Sunday of the month, unless something, you know, that's when we, those are the traditions, and, and those traditions are good, aren't they? There's some good aspects, that's good to, to hold on to those things, but at the same time, if we're not careful, what was a, um, a, a ritual And kind of a groove becomes a rut. If you do something too much, a groove becomes a rut. When I was in my previous church, they did, one church did, I believe it was the Lord's Prayer every single Sunday. And, you know, I'd done it every single Sunday growing up. And it's like you get almost rote. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say it without even thinking about it. So I decided that we do it just occasionally. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You don't want to change up tradition, do you? Because that's what we do, that's what we always do do. Well, we took it out, and I think people had to start thinking about it when we did do it, because it was not that rote, memorized thing. But it's important not to think. let these traditions become so ingrained that they lose their meaning, that they don't have any value. We need to shake up the ground of all our traditions.
1: I love the Lord's Prayer.
0: I do, too. Yeah. Until it becomes...
1: Until we just say it without thinking about it, and... I hope you catch our drift on that it's anyway break down the walls of all my religion that's what the writer writes break down the walls of all my religion so what I did a little investigation on what he meant when he wrote this and what he meant is that we need to examine our own beliefs those things that that we have in our head, maybe who God is, what God thinks about certain things, maybe God's expectation on each one of us. And, and I think sometimes we get that kind of twisted and we, we get some misconceptions along the way, things that we've perhaps created for ourselves, And so when we think about our religion, We get our religion from coming to church, listening to sermons, watching Facebook, uh, reading blogs, reading books, and talking to others, and all that is good. All that is good as long as you're reading the Bible the most and not getting your religion from here, but getting your religion from the Word of God, because that's the truth. So anything that we're involved in, What we hear from needs to be measured against the plumb line, against the Word of God. So let's not let those constructs in our head that we really create for ourselves and we get all twisted, it always needs to be laid on the Word of God to make sure it lines up. And if it doesn't, then we need to deconstruct our own religion that we've created for ourselves and remember you know I get a lot out of what I read and what I hear and different pastors that I listen to but we're just people and we're interpreting that stuff the way we believe God is asking us to but you need to read the Bible and make sure that it lines up with with you okay I hope this line these shake up the ground of all my tradition shake up the ground of all my religion. This is like wow. It was hard to process for me. In fact, I rewrote it like five times and I'm not sure I have it right. That's the truth. I don't I don't know if this part I have it right. Here's the thing that I do know though. Christianity it's a religion but being a Christ follower is a relationship. Big difference. And so we're saying, be a Christ follower. And we get to do that together as imperfect as we are here at Connection Church, where our mission is to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. But that personal relationship is so important. And in that personal relationship, that's where we need to recognize that we need to make room for Jesus. Make room for time to get to know his word, to surrender ourselves, our lives, and recognize that His way is better. His way is better. Here
2: is where I lay it down. You are all I'm chasing now. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. You are all I'm chasing now. This is my surrender.
0: And so again, right here, right now, I'm laying it down. I'm putting it on the line. I'm committing myself and my life. You, Lord. You, Lord, are all I'm chasing now." Wow. That's quite a statement, isn't it? Think about all the things you chase or have chased in your lifetime. (laughs) Girls, (laughs) guys, (laughs) accomplishments, athletic, academic, personal, professional, positions, possessions, cars, houses, vacations, toys, you know, big toys for big boys, you know, all that stuff, dreams, Goals, recognition. We chase a lot of things in our lives, don't we? We do a lot of chasing. Lord, I'm done chasing my stuff. Because I eventually come up empty, Lord, with all that stuff. And so you're all I'm chasing now. It's because I need you. I need you, Lord. Me being the center of my universe, ain't working. <laughs> I want you at the center, Lord. You're my priority. This is my surrender. This is my surrender.
1: I really love the song when we found it a couple months ago because it really kind of dug deep into my soul about maybe things that I personally need, needed to work on. We hope that God can use this for you as well. It, it's, it's great, you know. We hope that the words kind of get tucked into your heart about God having the place where God needs to be and about surrender. You know, it begs some questions for us, this, these lyrics. You know, have, have I laid down my burdens? Have I really done that? Have you? Hmm. What about my doubts? What about yours? Have I made room for you, Jesus? Have you made room for Jesus? Have I allowed Jesus to take over? Have I surrendered? Do I allow him to do whatever he wants to? I think it's something that each day we need to talk to God about you know when we get up say okay another day that you've given me Lord and so do with me what you want and um, take over because I surrender how about you what about God's place in your life in your day in your activities
0: so if you haven't laid it down Still clinging to your life. Still hanging to your burdens and your crowns. The question is, what's it going to take? What's it going to take to lay it down? To surrender, to give your life to Christ? What's it going to take to uh, share in the good news of our Lord and Savior? To believe it, to live it. That's what we usually end up with saying. What's it going to take for you to believe it, to live it, if it hasn't happened? To surrender it all to Him. There Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. When are you going to let him give you that rest?
1: So that's the message for today. We hope that as we close and we sing this song, that it will push you a little bit closer to Jesus. At the end of this uh, time, the steps are open for prayer. You're welcome to come up while we're singing. Uh, we have a prayer table. Sabina, can you go stand by the prayer table and pray with anybody? You know, if you have anything going on, a joy, a challenge, uh, anything, Sabina is um, a god, godly woman who I know would love to pray with you. So let's go to God in prayer right now. Lord, we thank you so much for, for today, for this this message uh, through this song that I think is pretty challenging. Um, Help it not be something we just sing, just words on a screen, but that you have a rightful place in our lives. It is a challenge every day to surrender But you surrendered your very best for us, your son Jesus, who went the distance so that we could be released from burdens, from those things that weigh us down. And even though situations might still be there, they don't have the impact, in that we know that you carry them and carry us through those times. So thank you, Lord. We give you the rightful place in our lives, in the name of the Father and the Son, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
2: I invite you to stand as we close our service this morning.
0: Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website